1: oh hey there beth which drinking over there it looks real fancy like mm, it's actually really delicious so this is a midwinter
0: mojito from simple goodness sisters but <laughs> it is the mocktail version of the mojito it's basically made the same as a mojito but without the alcohol that's the only difference so the main ingredients are club soda and some cranberry rosemary simple
1: Ooh. syrup. Yeah, that sounds yummy.
0: It is. It's really good. And I rimmed it. I don't know if you normally rim a mojito, but it felt appropriate <laughs> for <laughs> today to make it fancier. But I rimmed it with rosemary sugar from Simple Goodness Sisters because they like make all their own like cocktail additions and stuff too. That's what I rimmed it in. Yeah, it's super pretty. Yeah, it is. It's super pretty. It's delicious. And I made it in a glass that I had bought for my husband. It's a whiskey glass, but it's got the Grand Canyon like embedded in the bottom
1: of it. So Oh, fun. Mm-hmm.
0: I went all out today.
1: <laughs> you just went just 100% fun. over Yeah, there, 100% bread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what are you drinking over there?
1: So, I went super boring today. You did all the fun. I did the boring. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking a Fairlife protein shake. Woo! <laughs> Yummy. It's the chocolate one. It seems like my Walmart, which is where I get my groceries from, because it's really one of the only options in my area, is out of Fairlife stuff consistently because it's so popular. Ah. Like They're really good at like restocking it, but it's hit or miss of when I do a pickup order if it's actually going to be there. But... Now it seems like they kind of figured out how much they need to carry for some of the products. So I like the vanilla ones and the chocolate ones because
0: nice.
1: I especially like during working hours and stuff, like it's super hard to not just eat a bunch of carbs, mm-hmm. especially if I'm trying to like eat my feelings. So I really like those on days where I'm like, you know, I could probably use a little bit more protein. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So <I> highly recommend
0: <laughs> nice. Our drink peep this episode is our friend Natalie Quist, and she is at Cloud Lover Fiber over on the Instagram. So cheers, lady. Cheers.
1: All right. So today's mini-sode, we both have a few things to share. And then our listeners supplied us with a good amount of events in our Facebook group. Bev actually got one from her mom via text as well, (laughs) which might be my favorite one of this month. It's pretty good. (laughs) More on that later. So, (laughs) Bev, do you want me to start or do you want to start? You know, I'll let you start. Alrighty. So I have two can't evens today, so I'll do the first one and then we'll pass it back over to you. So this first one is a, I can't even, it makes me really sad that this is a thing thing (laughs) and this there's a lot of different sources on this topic I did find that this article was one of the more descriptive ones and it's actually like a gaming website so it's from Kotaku yeah that's what I'd say you guys can look at the show notes yeah you guys can look at the show notes but it says the metaverse is already here for cows and it's very sad
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we may have briefly touched on this before. Is it virtual reality for cows?
1: Yeah. So apparently in Turkey, the cows are entering the matrix before the rest <laughs> of us. That we know of. I mean, we could already be in it. I don't know. That's kind of the point. But 2022 is kind of off to a weird start for some cows in Turkey. So what happened was a rancher put virtual reality headsets on some of his cattle to see if his animals would produce more milk because they think they're outside in a nice sunny field instead of confined to indoors during the winter Mm -hmm. so he's trying to (laughs) this is my perception of it he's trying to manipulate the cow's reality to make them happier so they can produce more milk so PETA doesn't like that. That was one of the articles I read too, Ah. which doesn't surprise me that PETA doesn't like that. The cow's milk output actually went up from 22 liters to 27 liters a day. So it worked. So it it did work. Now there isn't been like any long-term studies on if the cows are actually happier because really how do you measure a cow's happiness? You can't interview them you can't give them the nine question depression (laughs) survey yeah that we all did at the doctor's (laughs) office yeah Yeah. to see if you're anxious or depressed yeah yeah (laughs) but but they are producing more milk so it does give them some kind of boost he claims that they are less stressed again there are probably some things that you can measure to see a cow's stress level but it's not like they're winking and giving you a smile when you go in the barn and hoping that you charge the VR headsets, because they just can't wait. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I thought this article was funny, because it says, Now I probably don't need to point out to you, but this is basically the plot of The Matrix. Living beings are strapped into a virtual world, tricked into living a better life, while producing resources for those holding them captive in the metaverse. Does this really mean that the cows are actually the one? an inevitable anomaly, a chosen cow will rise up and defeat humanity and free his bovine brothers and sisters? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have to point out one more thing. Somebody on the comment comment said, the Moo-tricks. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And there's our episode title. (laughs) Yeah, the Moo-tricks. So, think of that what you will. I think there might be some ethical issues there to work through I don't really know it just kind of made me sad but that might be because the picture in the article looks like a fancy cow like my Hereford Highland mix maybe she would be happier out there right now I don't know if she was strapped into a VR machine she is kind of wandering around looking for grass when I Mm -hmm. checked on her a little bit ago so who knows but We'll make sure that the link is in the show notes and a picture circulates on our YouTube so you can see what this looks like because it's kind of ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was
0: just going to say that, like, perception is basically reality. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard to say, like, what the ethical issues are that come up with it. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. I don't know how to feel about it yet. I think I need to marinate in it a little bit. But if the cows are producing... Yeah, I need to ruminate on it. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But if the cows are producing more milk, that leads me to believe that
1: they believe they're happier. So... That they're being manipulated into believing they're happier. I mean, it starts with cows, but, like, there is a big push right now for the metaverse and Facebook doing the meta thing. And the virtual reality stuff really, from what I hear is very realistic so before you know it who knows maybe you're an individual that gets married in the metaverse metaverse. to somebody that you've never actually met before like that is a leap but if we're (laughs) doing this to cows in 20 years where are we going to be at with humans like it's who knows wild to wrap your head around
0: have you read the book ready player one
1: No, and I know there's a movie, but... Oh,
0: I've never watched the movie, but... Some
1: of those kind of, like, freak me out a little bit. Oh. Because that is, like, a simulation theory. Mm Mm-hmm. And some people believe that we live in a simulation, so... If you really want to go down a conspiracy rabbit hole, that's a I fun don't. one to go down. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a wild to think about, but no, I haven't seen that one yet or read it. Okay. It's a really good book. I highly
0: recommend it. And I highly recommend the audiobook because it is narrated by Will Wheaton.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, Next so it's night. good.
0: Yeah, uh, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it while mowing a couple summers ago. So, Oh. Yeah, it's a good mowing lesson. So I don't have any can't evens for this minisode, but I will tell a quick story because I think it's kind of interesting and fun, but I'm not 100% sure that I have made the right decision yet. And we'll get more into that in a second, but I think kind of the interesting or fun thing I think about farming and doing what we do is that we get the opportunity to give things a try and then change our minds like when it doesn't work out if it doesn't work out. So we raised meat chickens this winter from Meyer Hatchery and we got 21 of them. 19 of them survived into adulthood and we processed 18 of them. So one chicken got pardoned, (laughs) and we named her Dolly Pardon.
1: (laughs) Aww, that's so cute. Yeah. So what
0: led you to that decision? So a couple of things. She is a lot smaller than the other Mm. Rainbow Rangers, so she wasn't really of size for butchering, in my opinion, Not that I'm professional at it or anything, but we have done several Mm -hmm. rounds, and I just like I picked her up, and I was like, "No, this is going to be more work than it's worth."
1: (laughs) Yeah, especially
0: like when it's two degrees outside. Uh, Yeah, yeah, brr! It's super cold. I'm. Oh my gosh, we had to process in the barn this winter like without running water because you know everything was frozen it was just the, the way that the timing worked out it had its pros and cons and we can dive into that later but she didn't seem like she was big enough but also like there was just something about her feather pattern that was just really stunning she just did not look like the other rainbow rangers now she probably is A rainbow ranger because her feet look like a rainbow rangers and her body shape is like a rainbow ranger she's just smaller and they are a cross between breeds so i imagine that there's some variation in there i mean i know that none of mine looked identical if that makes sense like there was some color similarities like a lot of similarities between them and she just like really stood out as being totally different so that's another reason too i was curious i wanted to see how she grew out If, you know, she ended up living a long life or bulking up or (laughs) yeah, or whether she, you know, like succumbed to, you know, the typical, you know, broiler type of chicken health issues. And so far it's been, it's been several weeks. It's been over a month at least. And she's fine. She seems totally fine. She is much bigger than she was when I pardoned her. So that's why I'm thinking that maybe she just needed more time. So I don't know that her pardon is going to be for forever because I won't let her suffer. That's my number one thing. Like if I recognize that she's getting too big, I'm not going to do it, but she roosts with all of our other chickens. She free ranges with them. She doesn't appear to overeat. Like, you know, the coop door opens and she runs out with all the other ones and is super active. So for now, I think we're good. And I think it's a good decision, but we'll see. I'm mostly just curious because um, I have, We, I mean, we've had people ask us and talk about, you know, whether or not, you know, they really can live longer, whether you really do have to butcher them at nine weeks. And I think the answer right now is no, you definitely don't have to butcher them at nine weeks because we both went through delays Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and butchered ours later than intended.
1: <laughs> right. Right. But that's because we chose breed that Could allow for that flexibility. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening or behind, like, we chose rangers Mm -hmm. that can go for a while compared to a Cornish cross where, like, you're doing them a favor by that point. That's probably debatable to some people that you're doing them a favor, but if you've raised them before or looked into it, you, you get what we're saying there. I almost wonder if maybe she was, like, the runt or something maybe or maybe she got bullied and she just wasn't eating the same amount as the others oh yeah maybe
0: or maybe she's just a late bloomer yeah it's hard to say but I'm keeping an eye on her and I'll keep everybody posted on if I decide to go ahead and process her because this is just one so it'll be an easy you know one and done but yeah I just I decided let's go for it and give it a try <laughs> <laughs> do something different
1: yeah, and I bet the weather factored into that a little bit, too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want an extra 10, 15 minutes tacked on if this bird isn't ready. I totally get that.
0: Yeah, I was just kind of like, I don't want to waste my frostbitten fingers or... Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so cold. was the
0: hassle. Yeah, it was, it was super cold. I don't I don't know that I would do it that late in the season again by choice, but it was an interesting thing to go through.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And now I have a chicken that has one of those punny celebrity chicken names, which (laughs) is something I've always wanted.
1: So there we go. Dolly, pardon. (laughs) What's your next can even? So my next one is from smithsonianmag.com. And the title is, in a first man receives a heart from a gene edited pig. Mm. So, 2022 brought about the first swine to person cardiac transplant, and it's offering hope to thousands in need of organs. Or it's bringing us the zombie apocalypse. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, who knows? This is the first one. So, they're, I'm sure they're going to be watching him very closely. So this was considered a highly experimental surgery. This is the first time it happened. This was for a man that was 57 years old. He lives in Maryland, and apparently he's doing well. And I did check again before we hopped on to record, and I don't see any negative updates. So I'm going to assume that this guy is still doing okay. Good. This article ran on January 11th. Okay. Yeah. So apparently this guy didn't have other options based on his health history. So he thought, why not just give this a shot? Because he wasn't going to make it if he didn't try something. So this has the potential for research to continue to help with the transplant shortage that we're experiencing, at least here in America. Mm -hmm. There are actually over 100,000 individuals on the National Transplant Waiting List, and around 17 people die each day waiting for an organ. So this kind of makes things a little more hopeful that there might be a unique solution. Again, maybe this brings up some moral questions for people, but this one makes a little more sense to me. (laughs) than virtual reality cows. (laughs) But that could definitely be subjective by the person, like what their threshold of strange is. And apparently, uh, you know, a one-year-old 240-pound pig that was gene-edited, that was bred specifically for saving a life, is okay.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think it's a really cool medical breakthrough for humanity,
1: Right. Obviously, they need like long term. How is this dude doing? Does this only work for certain organs? Things like that. But props to that guy for being brave enough to do it. And for the medical team. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it was an eight hour surgery. So, oh, wow. Go University of Maryland Medical Center. That's amazing. And who
0: knows, maybe it'll be a new farming venture somebody can get into, you know, like raising hogs for transplants. Like, I mean, there's got to be a specialty, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I would imagine.
0: And the pigs have to be raised somewhere.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. It'll be interesting since I think there are some genetic modifications that have to take place for it to be compatible with the human body. It doesn't really go into, like, how the pig was raised or anything like that. I'm not sure how certain groups like vegans would feel about that sort of thing either. But it's interesting nonetheless. Yeah.
0: My guess is is that they used CRISPR. That's, like, the gene editing tool. It's getting a lot of press, like, over the last few years. It's done some pretty cool medical breakthrough
1: stuff. So that would be my guess. But I would be interested to learn more about that someday. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're keeping it a little hush hush because there's gonna be a lot of money in that too. Oh, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure. Yeah. Just like there is with everything.
1: <laughs> yep. Do your chickens suffer
0: from rusting beak face? Well, we have a cure Grubbly Farm Grubblies. Grubblies are a delicious snack with benefits.
1: Grubblies have 50 times more calcium than mealworms, promoting stronger eggshells and flashier feathers. And who doesn't love a Grubbly's happy hour? Grab yourself a beverage, throw your hands and roost some grubblies, and relax while watching chicken TV. And make sure
0: that you order your Grubly Farms grubblies today. Save 20% on your first order by using code DRINKANDFARM at grublyfarms.com.
1: Alright, so let's jump into some listener can't evens. Woohoo! Oh, and
0: they're <laughs> so good this month. So good.
1: Yes! And our first one is from Katie Montgomery, our teammate. And she says, oh, my, oh, my heart and ovaries. Laughing emojis. Hashtag I can't even with these babies. So there's a photographer. His or her business is Little Moments Photography. And there's just baby cow spam pictures. Not like baby cows, but like a human baby cuddled up with a calf so a baby cow in some adorable photos it's
0: adorable
1: they're really cute i echo katie's heart and ovaries comment because they're just adorable they're both (laughs) sleeping and it's so precious
0: they are pretty adorable it takes a lot to get my ovaries like yearning these (laughs) days (laughs) I'll just get that out of the way. (laughs) Look, I have a kid that's getting ready to graduate high school next year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense that it would take a little bit. Yeah. So it would take a little bit, but these are incredibly adorable. I love how the calf is just like totally sleeping and the baby is totally out too. Like it's just, it's the cutest thing ever.
1: Yeah. That's probably the only way that this photo shoot would really work unless you had like a really docile calf and docile newish born
0: (laughs) yeah I mean well because like we know how baby animals work they're only docile when they're like this yeah (laughs) otherwise they're bouncing off the
1: walls (laughs) yeah I got four baby goats in the barn and they are just either sleeping or bouncing around and being adorable
0: oh my gosh yeah I can't believe Maya had quads that's so that's incredible
1: that's so exciting are those the first set of quads
0: Mm-hmm. first quads on the farm
1: that's awesome she's uh she's making up for only having one last time
0: oh <laughs>
1: yeah 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 so she had four and it was like 15 minutes between the first and second one so i was like oh, maybe she's only having one again no oh, and she pushed out oh. three more like boom boom oh my boom gosh. like after the third one i'm like okay you're done you usually have three and then she's pushing some more, and I'm like, "That's not the placenta." <laughs> 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 oh what the hell? Okay. Anyways, mm. we'll do an episode on that sort of thing once Bev's goat has her babies too, and we'll compare notes. <laughs> Any day now, I'm on baby Yay.
0: watch for sure. All right, our next uh, can't even is from Cindy Rains Clark, and she says hashtag can't even, and it's a photo. <laughs> And it says, to all those who live in cities and had never seen this, this is what a cow's egg looks like.
1: (laughs) And It's like an ostrich egg, I think.
0: Yeah, I was like, I don't know what these are. (laughs) They're huge. Like, one of the hands that's holding this thing that looks like an egg is definitely like a dude hand. Yeah. And it's bigger than the whole dude hand. But yeah, I have no idea what those are yeah big eggs of some kind but not a cow's egg I can tell you that much it's not a cow's egg
1: no because I don't know if you guys know this cows don't lay eggs that's why this is funny that's why it's funny (laughs) (laughs) it took me a minute when she posted this I'm like oh oh it's Mm -hmm. it's a joke to people that don't know any better Okay. <laughs> yeah, they don't know that cows don't like eggs. No, it would be kind of nice if they did, though. That might be more interesting. The delivery yeah. process might be a little easier, but I can't see a cow sitting on an egg to hatch it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Lots of broken eggs. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it would work. I think I think Mother Nature designed cows as they are for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So the next one is from Philip Tompkins, and he says, I have no words for this. And it's an American farmer demonstrating his goat mobile. mobile. So the vehicle is driven by a goat, which is in a running wheel. The goat mobile could reach speeds of up to 15 kilometers per hour. And the spare goat at the top was there as well. You know, maybe if his friend got tired or something or got something in his hoof. Not really sure. But this bear goat is hanging out there, so there's two goats and a guy on this, so it carries quite a bit of weight. And apparently this invention was created in 1937. I just did the calculation for kilometers
0: per hour, and it is 9.32 miles per an hour. So ah. now everybody has an idea of what that means. Or uh, all of the Americans have an <laughs> yeah. idea of what that means.
1: <laughs> so it's doing pretty good. That's pretty fast for a yeah. goat goat propelled vehicle
0: yeah i agree <laughs> my goats run pretty fast but not for very long no it's like short sprints of zoomies mm-hmm. all right our next can't even it's from my mom <laughs> and she sent me a message and she said hashtag can't even just finished listening to podcast episode 188 and this is the suggested video following yours And it's on YouTube, and the suggested video following episode 188 was the farm animal molester,
1: Robert Garrow. Uh, 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 He apparently was a serial killer. And a farm animal molester. Yeah, so does your stepmom like... Like my favorite murder or serial killer documentaries. I'm just wondering why YouTube thought it was a good idea to suggest this video to her. <laughs> because we didn't talk about animals at all in that episode. Oh, we did? Oh, you're right. It was the gardening episode.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I have no idea. I'll have to ask her what she's looking up on YouTube <laughs> to make it suggest that. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to know. <laughs> Wait, wait, I don't want to know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I don't pretend like I understand the algorithm. <laughs> but I couldn't believe it. I was really glad that she sent that to me
1: because it totally made my day. <laughs> yes. 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 All right. This next one is also posted by our friend in uh, employee, coworker, team- teammate, teammate, teammate. He made Katie. Okay. So this one's a video. And she says, goes out to steal my husband's duck call and see if the girls talk back to me. Hashtag can't even. So Katie has donkeys. And in this video, it's like a line of duck hunters, like laying up against like a grassy knoll. And they're doing their duck call thing. And this wild donkey comes up to them. And just starts hee-hawing away. That's <laughs> as, amazing. At them. Also, I feel like there's very specific product placement here. There is a McCafe. I saw that uh, coffee just sitting there too. But yeah, so you definitely want to go watch the video. My dogs actually got really upset at the donkey noises. So I guess that means I shouldn't have donkeys mm-hmm. ever. Or they'll be displeased with me. But it's a pretty funny video to watch. Oh, my gosh. If you had donkeys, your dogs would never stop barking. Oh,
0: my God. It'd be in constant battle from inside and outside. I don't need that. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. Our next can't even is from Leah Goodlad. I apologize if I pronounced that wrong. I can't see today. And she says, can you? Because I just can't. And um, (laughs) she shared, this is a video And it says, the laws of physics don't apply to goats. And it's a goat just like walking down the side of a pine, a palm tree, like Mm -hmm. you know, straight up and down palm tree. And goats like this and going straight down it. I don't know, (laughs) not falling. I don't know how they do it, but goats pretty much are magical. So,
1: yeah, yeah, they're skilled in climbing and just shenanigans. So, this video really does make sense, but. Yeah, so we'll, we'll make sure we play that within the YouTube video for you all, too, because it's pretty crazy to watch. They're just so talented. And that's why they they can be escape artists, too. It's true. It's true. So that is it for this week's Can't Evens. Make sure that if you come across something that you can't even about, to drop that in our Facebook group. So the Facebook group is We Drink and We Farm Things Join that if you haven't already, and then you can post that in there and use hashtag can't even so we can find them and talk about them on our mini-sodes. That's right. And just some quick housekeeping and announcements
0: before we're all done here. Hit the subscribe button. Download the episode when you listen. It helps more people like you find the podcast.
1: And make sure you take a look at those show notes that we mentioned a couple of times. You're going to find links to our social media, our merch shop, and the can't evens for today. And some other fun things. So go check that out. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. And until next time. Drink. Farm. And and give give zero zero clocks.
0: Bye now. Bye. We drink things. We farm things.
1: Drinking fun.